Hi, welcome to today's episode. My guests today are Nicola and Liz, who've both been estate agents for a long time, but had some concerns about becoming a self-employed estate agent. So they decided to join together to form a partnership. And this has worked out really well for them. So welcome, Nicola and Liz. Thanks, Sean. Hi, Thank Sean. you for having us. Um, so let's start. If you could just tell us a bit about your journey in estate agency, Nicola. So how did you get started? And how did you become an estate agent? It was actually by chance. Um, we were moving back from Germany to the UK and we'd been looking for a property and we'd been dealing with estate agents in Hampshire and they were really, really nice and they helped us because it was quite difficult back then. It was kind of before the internet was a big thing. Yeah. So, you know, we we're back to kind of paper details and posts and um, they found us a house and they were actually looking for someone then and they offered me a job. Um, the timing was great. Um, I was actually a hotel manager previously and um, my training was in hotel and catering so it was a bit different, but I embraced it. I loved it. Um, spent a couple of years in Hampshire. Yeah. And then we moved to rugby. And I saw an ad in the paper back in the day yeah. um, <laughs> looking for someone for fine and country. And I really wanted a job because I could tell, you know, it was a company that was really kind of forward thinking. And I just liked the concept. Um, and how long ago was this? 18 years. <laughs> so quite a while. Yes. Yeah. So that's how, you've, that's how you got into a stay and What yeah. sort of attracted you to the industry? I think it was the people um, because it was quite difficult. I had a three-year-old and we were living abroad. We were house hunting and they were just really nice. They went the extra mile. I mean, I remember when I met them, they showed us a selection of houses. They weren't what I was looking for. I described what I was. He said, oh, we've got one. Um, and it was before kind of open plan was a thing. But, you know, I had a three-year-old I wanted to keep an eye on. So yeah. he said, well, we've got one coming up. So I flew back the next weekend. My flight was late. Yeah, It was a Saturday. They waited. It was about half six at night um, for us all to have a look at it. And um, they were just really helpful. Um, and what could have been quite a stressful, you know, situation, you know, having to find a home back in the UK um, was actually a real pleasure um, and yeah got on really well did a lot of training with them and really enjoyed the job I really enjoyed meeting people yeah. and then helping them yeah. find a property because yeah. we've moved around a lot you know we'd moved we'd lived in the Middle East we'd lived in London you know so um, yeah I just really enjoyed helping people find their perfect property, really. So. Brilliant, brilliant. And we'll, we'll continue that story. But before we do, we'll, we'll ask Liz. So Liz, how did you get into a state agency? I sort of know a little bit of the answer, but for, for the people watching today, what were you doing before and, and how did you find this role? Well, Sean and I met over 30 years ago um, when I worked for Barclays. Started my career in banking, um, which took me overseas to uh, Qatar and uh, worked for a couple of banks over there as well. And then um, I took a bit of a career break to have my son yeah. and took some time out for that, which was lovely to be a, be a mum at home. Um, and then when I was looking at um, finding a part-time job, I ended up working for Laura Ashley. Yeah. So I've always enjoyed interiors and property and, um, and I can do a bit of sewing as well. So that was a really good job. I enjoyed that. And while I was there, I bumped into Caroline, oh, yeah. um, which is Sean's uh, wife. And uh, she said that Finding Country were looking people like me, yeah. <laughs> whatever that means. And um, so I went in and I met the team at rugby and I joined 
over 15 years ago. Wow. That's quite a long time ago, isn't it? <laughs> we must have been very young when we first met, <laughs> we I can say. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you joined and so I guess that's obviously on a, as an employed basis and you enjoyed that and that's how most of state agents in the UK work. Um, and then tell me a little bit about what you were doing in that role. So Liz, what was your first role? What were you doing to start with? Yeah, so my first role was actually um, taking people out and showing them around the properties, so an accompanying viewer. Yeah. Um, which I loved. I mean, I. That's right, I yeah, remember. Yeah, so it was just a weekend job. I used to just yeah. work on the Saturday um, and Sundays. But that worked well around sort of family life. Yeah. Um, and then as I got sort of more um, involved with the job, I was asked to come in and then take over the marketing role yeah. within the office. Yeah. Um, and that was when we were still doing adverts in newspapers and things and yeah. had like real deadlines, which was interesting at times. Yeah. Um, obviously got involved in all the new concepts that came forward, such as the open houses and then obviously the social media side. And then an opportunity came up to move into the sales role. Um, which I think was what I was probably born to do. So, um, yeah. yeah. And and I think with all of the experience within the bank, the customer service, just enjoying meeting people. Um, and I think I think what people like about me and Nick is we're just ourselves. We're just, you know, if, if we're showing somebody around a property and it's not right for them, then, you know, you're not going to try and force them to try and buy a property. It just yeah. doesn't, it doesn't no. work. It's all about just giving a great customer service and, and people like that and seem to come back to us. So Brilliant, brilliant. Good. So, and, and just continuing that, when you first started then, Nicola, yeah. what, what was your role and what were you doing to start yeah. with? So um, I'd had my second son and he was a year old. So yeah. I only just wanted a bit of a part-time role. Yeah. And the job was actually a three-month contract with Fine and Country. It was to sell to Parker Lake, new builds, properties oh, right. in yeah. Flecknoe. Yeah. But the property sold really quickly. So I was then... You know, I was like, okay, what am I going to do now? And um, it was Chris who was running the office at the time. And um, he said, would you like to join us? And of course I said, yeah, absolutely. So initially it was just weekends um, that worked with our family life, you yeah. know, because my husband could work, look after the children whilst I was at work and vice versa. Um, but then it was very much a role that I grew into. Um, you know, the training was fantastic. Um it was an, an area that I could see myself being in for a long period of time. Yeah. So then I went on to job share with Bridget's, which again, worked around family life, you know, school timings as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, until James went to school full time. And that's when I became full time as well. So. Brilliant. It's really interesting to go back and that, that progression, yeah. that step yeah. by step progression. And then, so both of you then became full time yeah. dealing with the sales. Yeah. And I think... Uh, originally other people were sort of listing the houses and you were selling yes um and obviously that's been did you say how many years 15 18 18 years yeah. collectively over 30 yeah wow that's incredible <laughs> so you've got to see a lot of properties sell a lot of properties mm, deal yeah. with a lot of homeowners and then more recently um what I'd like to sort of touch on now, and, and this is becoming a, a common thing for people to consider now who are in that employed role, is this step of becoming self-employed. Yeah. And so it's something you were probably aware of for quite some time. Um, but obviously you didn't want to do that straight away. Um, can you just tell me about how you felt about that model? And yeah, just, you know, and what were your thoughts or feelings or... I guess your concerns about it going from being, a, you know, having an employed role where you've got a guaranteed salary um, to maybe 
being self-employed. So do you want to start, Nicola? Yeah, where, what, sure. what was your feelings about um, the model? Well, I remember when you came back from the States and you told us about the model and it sounded really quite exciting. Um, but it was kind of in its infancy at that point yeah. you know, within the UK. And I could see it as something that I would do eventually over time. Um, so, yeah, I suppose I had concerns mainly from a time point of view. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, we both became self-employed with our eyes wide open. Um, you know, I, I come from a background. My dad has his own business. Yeah. You know, I grew up working in the family catering business. So I knew exactly what was ahead of me, so to speak, in terms of commitment. And I wanted to be able to give my clients that commitment. So my main concern was time management. Um, I've got two sons. My husband used to work abroad a lot pre-COVID. Yeah. So I was always juggling. Um, yeah. So I think it was time. A, a bit about financial as well, because yeah. there's a financial uncertainty. Yeah. Um, but my main concern was time management. So. Yeah. Okay. And then, Liz, what was your thoughts on this self-employed model? Yes, I mean, like, like Nicola said, I think when it was in its infancy, there was a lot of, well, it's a big risk financially. Yeah. Um, but I think as we saw more and more people becoming very successful in that, um, in doing that, I think as well with what happened last year in the pandemic, I think a lot of people took time out to think about their jobs and their lifestyles. And obviously, our you know, both of our, our families are now at a position where they're very more independent, so they weren't in need of our, our time so much. Um, and we talked about it together, didn't we? Because yeah. I think we always felt we'd worked together for many years. We bring, uh, we both bring different strengths to the partnership. Mm. Um, so it's just worth adding now, just so people know that you work as a partnership, you work yes, together. So that's that's, right. that's a great, yes. great concept. But yes. carry, carry on. Yes, and uh, I mean, it was something as well that we weren't sure whether as sort of, um, as finding country would be interested in people working together as a partnership. Mm. And obviously we, we discussed it with you and you were like more than more than happy for us to go um, to give it a go and um, yeah I just think we um, like I said we both bring different strengths to it and I think after what happened last year we both thought we're doing the whole job pretty much people are calling us directly to say you did such a lovely job when we bought our house from you we would love you to come back and help us to move to our next home and and we just thought to ourselves well we should be doing this for ourselves really and getting the, the sort of the recognition and the reward that for, for what we do yeah. so um yeah but, but it, it's scary it is it isn't it's a, you have to sort of really make sure that it is the right thing for you yeah. um we've got no regrets have we? no. we're really really no. pleased we've done it um so go back, let's go back to the decision because <laughs> okay. i think you took a while to come to this conclusion yes. to make this decision yes. and quite rightly and i and some very valid reasons and i'm sure there's people out there that have got a similar yeah concerns or reasons so what what do you think was stopping you what were some of the things that you didn't like the idea of doing um okay he's probably going to hate me for this but um <laughs> my son went to uni in london and you know london rents you know it's really expensive um yeah. my other son was at sixth form at rugby school so you know obviously there was that element as well so um got high outgoing mm, so yeah 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 um, I mean, not that, you know, I mean, <laughs> they've the both, they both done really well and, you know, and, you know, absolutely happy to do that. But I guess there was the uncertainty, the risk. I wanted to wait until Mark right. had finished uni and then, you know, James has now finished rugby and he's going off to uni um, in a couple of weeks. So, yeah. So I've got one who's out there in the big bad world on his own. He's a trainee solicitor. He doesn't need Bank of Mum and Dad anymore. Um, and it's just one 
when yeah. they're... So. I think the other thing as well was um, Nicola and I are quite private people. And yeah. obviously the way that the industry is moving forward, there's a, a huge amount of... Um, uh, properties now and we and we market them through social media and that was something that we were we were aware of obviously we had our own um, Facebook pages ourselves it was lovely to a fantastic concept to be able to get in touch with old school friends and things like that but obviously we could see that the industry was moving very much into the social media mm. and I think for a while we were thinking do we really want to be in yeah, front of a camera absolutely. doing videos you know yeah. doing all of that and and it's frightening everything that's that's new to you that you've not done before there's a there's a fear there isn't yeah. there yeah. um but i think for anybody that's thinking about doing it just embrace it you know mm. it it gets better yeah <laughs> it gets easier I, I know i know you don't look it we don't look it but and obviously we are sort of an, an older generation we're not 20 years old no, whereas no. 20 year olds Instagram, oh, Facebook, YouTube, yeah, TikTok, yeah. all of those are just life. normal yeah. everyday yeah. things yeah. that they've used. We never had the internet. I think they look at us a bit gone out when we talk about things when there wasn't technology yeah. and there wasn't the internet. You yeah. know, yeah. I think, really? So I think it is a big step for people who are a little bit older to think, well, I don't really understand all this yeah. social media and how do I use it? And, and sometimes it's just easier not to deal with it. Yeah. And certainly we don't want to be in front of a camera. Like, mm. no, that's... Everyone thinks, you know, I don't want to be, you know, even today, yeah. you know, it wasn't yeah. even a quick decision to say, yeah, let's do it. You're putting yourself out, yeah, out of your comfort zone yes. Yes. every time, you know, to do that. And that takes a lot of bravery. And, and you know, I think it's great um, respect to you both for sort of getting out of your comfort zone. And you said something to me the other day, yeah. Nicola, what was it? Um, what was it? You've got to get comfortable being uncomfortable yeah and I said to you yeah. I felt like that for the first three months <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's true but I think what you said about social media I mean yes we both had Facebook accounts and um, we'd LinkedIn accounts I don't even think they had a photograph on them and um, yeah. we did a lot of work and mm. um, timing wise arguably it wasn't the best time to go self-employed because we just literally we said we we're going self-employed and then we went into lockdown yeah actually it was a great time because we learned um sophie from head office her videos you know on social media were absolutely amazing she was really helpful mm. i even asked her if she could do some further ones on instagram which she did in webinars which was brilliant um yeah. my son helped a lot um yeah. georgie our assistant helped a lot as well so yeah it was a learning curve it was something it was new to us yeah. but now it's just like second nature really yeah. um and the people so. we work with that do the social media side and the, and the videos and things are fantastic yeah. they just make you so, so at ease and yeah, yeah so. the filming is you're talking the about filming because, sorry yeah i'm yeah, talking about the filming because i think you're right i i spoke to someone yesterday and they said i've seen these videos those people look amazing i'm never going to be like that and i said <laughs> if only you knew yes. what you see they might have had to do 10 different takes uh -huh. and you're yeah. just seeing the best one, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. so that, and the reality is, you know, I've seen your videos, they're brilliant, you know, and I'm so impressed and, and so pleased with you, but I'm sure you've had to retake a few and, and. Yeah. I mean, I think it gets easier. Yes. Um, and now it's usually just a couple of takes and, and we do it. Um, it's good to be prepared as well. We I do think. prepare. Yeah. 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 And ultimately, you know, it's about the house, you know, at first we used to think, you know we don't like the way we sound we don't like the way we look but we've kind of gone way beyond that now it's just we just look at the house you know can we stand you know we ask the videographers what's yeah. the best place to stand to get the best shots you know yeah. so it's all about it's the all property, about the property it's not about and the marketing us. so we're <laughs> yeah. you know kind of irrelevant um yeah. but yeah great okay well we'll maybe talk about some of the stuff you're doing um in, in another um 
uh, interview. But what I'd like to sort of go back to is, so the process of, of making that decision is a big step and a big leap into, you know, the unknown. Um, so at some point you made that decision. Yeah. How, could you just go through what you weighed up? You know, what were the fours? What were the gains? And I, I suppose, what was the thing that actually pushed you to making that decision to make the leap? So I think the world changed. You know, we had we were in lockdown, mm. we had COVID. Um, Liz and I had worked together for many years. Um, actually, you know, where we you know we shared everything our commission. You know, we were a team anyway, yeah. so it was kind of a natural progression. Um, and I think we just we just um, came to the realization that you know we were doing ninety five percent of the job. You know, um, the social media, the videos. It wasn't a reason not to be self-employed yeah um and i think we we're kind of looking forward to having the flexibility that being self-employed actually offers mm -hmm. so if if we want to go to the gym at lunchtime we can do if we want to go shopping we can do okay it might mean we're working till nine ten o'clock at night but you know there's the flexibility there yeah um and it, it was a bit of a challenge yeah we thought we could do it you know yeah. <laughs> so we thought why not yeah um, absolutely we worked together really really well so there was kind of no reason not to. Were there any doubts? Any question marks? Um, there's, yeah, I think there's, all, there's always, you always feel there's a risk that you're taking from walking away from a, a security of, an, of a salary every month Yeah. Um, to being completely commission-based. Yeah. Um, and obviously it takes time. You know, you, you've got to build up your portfolio. You don't yeah. get paid probably within the first sort of maybe three to four months of you starting that's that's if you're lucky to get a listing straight away yeah so we we sat down and we talked it through mm. didn't we and, we and we decided that um you know it was it was worth a risk for us mm. it was the right time for us we were already um working hour working at different hours anyway obviously during lockdown and covid you were talking mm. to clients perhaps in the evening yeah um we weren't in an office environment for quite a while yeah. and i think all of that um just made us sort of our eyes open and think this is the right time for us yeah. now and we know that you had been talking to <laughs> for us years. for a long time about doing it um and i think you knew eventually we would yeah but i think for for anybody it just has to be the right time for them and it was for it, us. It does have to be the right time. And yeah. I was conscious that I knew it was the best for you, but I, I would never push anyone into no. doing anything or say, no. well, you know, it had to be your decision. It's a bit like saying someone wants to give up smoking. You can't mm, yeah, force them. No. They've got to give up when they're ready. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I just wanted to let you know what the potential was, but you had some very valid reasons which 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 make perfect sense. And so it's got to be the right timing. And, and so the right timing came along. You made that decision. What happened next? How long has it been? And how has it how has the whole thing been so far? It's been brilliant. We mm. love it. Absolutely mm. love it. Um one thing that we haven't really mentioned was that, you know, we, we don't work from an office. Mm. Um I'd say we work from home, but then most days we're out in appointments, you know, whether it's viewings, valuations, whether it's prospecting. So but yeah, um we're not in an office, which we really, really love. Um, our clients love it as well you know if they contact us there's no kind of background noise we can give them more time you know in a phone call um, so yeah, I think we, we really enjoy it we'd sort of established ourselves within fine and country having been there for a long yeah, time yeah. Yeah. and therefore we were lucky enough to have lots of clients that were coming back to us directly yeah um, and that's been the case certainly this year hasn't yeah. it at the very beginning obviously we were going into the winter months probably not the busiest time for mm. um, estate agent although obviously it has been a 
a busy couple of years. Um, so yeah, so we were out being being busy ourselves, weren't yeah. we? Trying to make people aware that you know to contact us directly. That we're now um, doing it ourselves, yeah. and um, yeah, we're really really delighted with the response. We've had some lovely lovely testimonials as well. Some really nice yeah. feedback, haven't we, from our clients? And um, I think we I think it just shows that we just really enjoy what we do. Yeah, we don't see it as a job. We just we just feel very honoured to get the opportunity to sell people's houses um, and to help people find their next home. Yeah, and it's you know it's quite an emotional journey, but we try and help as much as we can with that, we do. don't we? And take the stress and yeah. all the issues away and, and deal with it. So yeah. you, I just want to go back to one of the points you made, Nicola. It's quite valid actually about the office. Yeah. So I'm sure at one time you were thinking, well, we need to be in an office. We want to. We like to work in an office, and you want you know that was important for you. How has how has your views changed and, and your clients' views changed on that? Because we the office is still there, it's still there, mm. but um, it's nobody goes in. <laughs> yeah, um, I just think from a time management point of view, and time is quite important to me. Um, I get so much more done. You know, we both do. I mean, we talk to each other out there all the time. Sometimes we're facetiming each other while we're doing work. You know, yeah. but um, yeah, from a time management point of view, there's no distractions. Um, yeah. We're focused. Um, yeah. I could never go back working in an office I'll be honest with you you know um I think it's nice to work together I think yeah. if I was working on my own I would probably possibly miss the interaction with other yeah. people but then obviously yeah. you're out seeing clients so you get your sort of interaction from that um the office was I mean at the time before obviously all of COVID our office was a busy office we would yeah. have customers coming in mm. we've got a lovely front window with all of our lovely properties in which people would stop and look at but I think time's moved on now and and things have changed so but as far as what we offer our customers I'd like Nicola said being at home and working from home they can contact us quite as easily as if we were sitting in an office yeah. so great um, and they know that we're available you know 24 7 yes so. yeah just just want to touch on this point about you working together because yeah. I think that's a great concept mm. and as we've got a number of other couples I've got husband and wives um, other people that are not um, uh, related if that's the right word that yeah. are couples <laughs> yeah. um, um, working together Work partnerships yeah. Yeah. like you yeah. um, so what what would you say you know are the benefits of, of that for you and for your clients um, I think it's having support you know um for each other. Yeah, for yeah. each other, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. From the client's perspective, they can speak to one of us pretty much 24-7. Yeah. So if one of us is on holiday, we never take holidays together. Yeah. Yeah. We're very conscious of the fact that we are providing a service and therefore we don't want that service to be interrupted mm. um, if one of us is on holiday. So that's fantastic. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if they can't get hold of one of us, then they can normally get hold of the other and um, yeah, we just work. We just bring different strengths to to yeah. to the partnership. So I just think it's a really good concept. I think you know, there's people out there that might be thinking of doing this on their own. I think oh, maybe I'm not sure, but if they want to do it with someone else, it, yeah. it's it's uh, two of you working together mm. definitely work, works works better in some respects. And I think it's great for the clients as well. I'm sure yeah. if you want to market appraisal, you know that. That when the client talks to both of you, they can well. If I can't get hold of Liz, I can speak to Nicola, mm, yeah. or one might get on really well with you and might have something in common yeah. with Nicola. Yes. Anyway, I just think there's yes. lots of benefits. Maybe we'll talk about that in another video. But it's definitely worth some, someone considering that Absolutely. if they're sh unsure yeah. about you know going into self-employment or business on their own, they could do it with someone, a friend or a relative, yeah. husband, wife. Um, that's great. Um, so now you're self-employed. You're there's there's the 
the flexibility in hours, um, how does that change your life? You know, what's it like? What's life like now for you? And what's fantastic. different? It's great, fantastic. isn't it? Fantastic. Yeah. Um, we're less stressed. Yeah. <laughs> we sleep more. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, we just, I mean, we love what we do, you know. So every day we're getting up and, you know, we, we love it. There's no, oh, I've got to go into the office or anything else, you know. Yeah, every day's a good day. And yeah, you, I, think, I, mean, I think we always have enjoyed yeah. what we do. And I think that's why we've done it for so long, really. Yeah. But I think now that you're, you're sort of your own boss, yeah. Um, obviously with the support of of the comp- of finding country yeah. as a sort of the umbrella, um, I just think we we feel that so long as we are providing that excellent service to our customers, you know, we don't feel guilty if we want to pop down, like you say, to the gym, which we've just joined, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, during the day, or you want to go and hang your washing out, you want to nip to go to the shops because I mean we're still we're still mums, we're still wives, we've still got things that we need to do at home yeah, yeah. but but it's just a different way of working and you know if you're on your your laptop or your computer at nine o'clock at night responding to something you don't mind yeah. because it's it's because of what you want to deliver to your clients mm. so. I think it's very much a lifestyle you know it's not just a job it's a lifestyle yeah um, so. yeah and so just to finish up then, because you've been fascinating and I've really just enjoyed chatting to you, hearing it. And even though we've known each other for a long yeah. time, it, you forget what, you know, you've been doing in the past and how you've, uh, and I'm sure other people will be inspired by what you've said, that we'll be able to relate to your journeys and what you've done over the years and how you've developed. And this really is like, people always want to progress and sometimes it's promotion, but I think, you know, for a lot of people, the next step is to the highest step is to be running your own business Mm. you know having that flexibility Mm. um and as regards to any advice you'd give someone who's considering having gone through it yourself and and also been on the the no we don't want to do this you know and and then we you you decided to do it if anyone who's thinking about it or on the on the fence thinking should i do it shouldn't i do it what advice would you give them you know whether they should or they shouldn't or I'd say say go for it yeah you know um yeah make sure the time's right for them and that they're prepared because you know they could there could be a period of six months Mm. where they're building the business um and they're perhaps not earning much so make sure you know financially the time is right for them yeah yeah just go for it yeah do as much as you can for yourself as well you know keep learning keep we're we're both qualified so you know if there's exams and things you can do then do that just just do as much as you possibly can to put yourself in a position where you know a, a client wants to choose you over somebody else yeah. so. and the fact that you've been work you live in this town yeah. you've been working in this town for quite some time you've already got a, a reputation a good reputation of, of past clients and recommendations so it's almost like you've already had a platform there mm, to yeah. move yes. into it so yes. um, i think that you know that's a really valid point and for anyone who's in the same position you know who are who, who's in an, an employed position they've been within a town for a certain period of time yeah go for it i mean our last um five listings three have been previous clients and two have been pre- you know personal recommendations brilliant from people whose properties have actually sold so yeah well it's been a fascinating story i really appreciate <laughs> your time and what i'd like to um in a future video is perhaps have a chat about what what you do as an estate agent perhaps give some advice and tips to anyone out there who's an estate agent who wants to be an estate agent and what you do and how you get your houses on the market how you sell them and and uh, why people love dealing with you yeah, so sure. um, yeah. thank yeah. you very much for your time thank you a pleasure thank you for having <laughs> us <laughs>
So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like more information about becoming a self-employed estate agent, I will add a link in the description. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.